this is Tom Jacobs from tdjacobs.com. I'm an evolutionary astrologer and also an energy worker and a channel. And uh, welcome to SoundCloud. I haven't been here in a couple of months, two, three months. But there are a lot of reasons why I haven't. Uh, I really love posting audio here. And yet uh, I've had some things going on in my personal life the last few months with um, being out of my house because of some damage that took a while to repair, uh, being on a road trip to go to um, Chicago, to UAC, the United Astrology Conference, uh, where I spoke on Lilith, uh, the True Black Moon Lilith, uh, and then also just being out of the house and um, staying in hotels and Airbnb places. And <laughs> I've been doing some big projects. Uh, the Soul's Journey Soundbite Database, uh, a couple months ago, finished that up, and that's almost 500 Soul's Journey Soundbite audio uh, files, so 15 to 20 minute uh, karmic astrology readings, evolutionary readings, where you can hear how I delineate charts from uh, the karmic perspective, and I give people an overview, uh, it's a soundbite, give them an overview of their entire multi-life journey. Anyway, so almost 500 of those, uh, and uh, now people can access that in order to uh, learn how I do this astrology if they don't want to take classes with me or the class they're scheduled to take isn't happening for a few months. Um, so that's a big project. <laughs> Another big project is um, why I'm uh, doing this MP3 tonight, and it's about a brand new website. So today is uh, July 12th, and I've just been meditating during the... Uh, partial uh, solar eclipse, new moon eclipse in Cancer, uh, which is on my south node in the 10th house. And I've been thinking a lot about the 10th house as not work or career specifically or exclusively, but work and career as ways to be in the world, as vehicles to create a place for yourself in the world. But I've been thinking a lot about the core of the 10th house being the desire to give something to the world. Now, create something, build something in the world, but to give your community something. It's not the 11th house you know, ethos of um, building a future and creating a future. It's more like that Saturnian deal where you're building something that you know is worthwhile. It will stand the test of time. It probably takes a long time to develop. And then you bring it, and it can be a resource for a community or a world. I mean, in a certain way, that's how a lot of businesses and government agencies and nonprofits get started. There is a use of value or something, somebody figures out how to do it, and they bring it to people. So anyway, thinking about my south node there in the 10th house, and south node indicates a, um, a deep, rich uh, layering of karmic conditioning in many lifetimes, that a, and if you were a member of the Soul's Journey Soundbite database, you would learn this almost 500 times or in 500 ways. Um, but how a person has been trained in many lifetimes to see the world to be like or to assume the world should be like this. So with my south node there, I see the life in terms of the opportunity to create or attempt to create something of value and give it to the, to the world. Now, I have done this through work. I've done, you know, I've created a lot of resources um, through the work that I do and, you know, published or written uh, 16 books, 
three natal reports, you know, tons of channeled audio and energy work courses and astrology classes, tons of tools and resources because I'm trying to give something that I perceive is valuable. So I'm sitting here meditating on this um, on this new moon eclipse, and I'm just thinking about I'm setting intentions. You know, I'm setting intentions for this new seed of Cancerian unfolding or Cancerian engagement on my south node in the 10th house. And the idea with your south node is you you know this. You've done it so many times. You're really good at it. So I'm sitting here thinking about what I want to to share, how I want to serve my community, how I want to create community and, and enlarge the community that I work with and serve and, 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 you know, and bring more people into the circle so they can benefit from the channel teachings and the energy work tools and the, basically the wisdom I've been fortunate enough to channel or learn or get put through my own obstacle courses in order to learn uh, how to deal with, here's Cancerian stuff, how to deal with emotions, how to deal with painful, difficult emotions that most of us typically spend a lot of our lifetimes trying to avoid having to deal with. So this is something I've become really good at doing. I still have my ups and downs in my own personal path, but this is really essentially what my work is, helping people understand their emotions, deal with their feelings and needs, and resolve those bubbles and those things. So again, this is a long intro, but it's worth it. Trust me. So... um, I don't want to be that. I don't know if you know the, this fish song called um, Iculus. It's at the end of uh, their first studio album called uh, Junta. Anyway, they're, they're saying, we're going to tell you about this great guy, and his name is Heralded Across the Land. You know, they, That's not a quote, but just kind of like they lead up to this whole thing, and then they finally tell you what the name is. But anyway, I'm launching uh, – well, today this MP3 is coming out on Saturday – uh, the 14th of July. I'm launching a new website, healingsuicide.com. Yes, you heard that right, healingsuicide.com. The inspiration began a few years ago when I channeled uh, a message. It was about 68 or 70 minutes from Ascended Master Jehudi, also known as Thoth, St. Germain Merlin, uh, Hermes. I channeled this message from him. And I put the audio part of the audio up online, and it was it's available as an ebook on Kindle for a buck. Uh, and 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 I was he answers these questions about soul and suicide, and um, it's an important message. Yet there's more to the story. And so what I've done with HealingSuicide.com is explain. I'm going to read to you the list of articles, and then you can go check it out. But I'm going to tell you what the site's about and why I did it and, and what it, what purpose I intended to serve. Um, but these um, – sorry, I'm just looking at the site. There's something weird going on, a little update action. So um, I wanted to flesh out the story. And, and, and Jehudi talks in the course of these six books and other teachings that there are messages about soul. And there's some mention of suicide and doing violence of the self, especially in that one short channeling, that healing suicide. But I want to tell this whole story, and I wanted to emphasize that all emotions can be healed. And I wanted to tell the story of what happens when a, when a consciousness leaves the body after death. And I want to tell the story of how the soul sees its human life and understands death and suicide 
And I want to talk about orientation, which is a process after a soul, uh, uh, sorry, after a consciousness leaves the body, and it, you know the end result of it, you know, going into the light, you know, going into heaven, whatever, meeting those loved ones at the at the door, right, to the other realm. I want to explain all of that because during orientation you actually learn the point of all of your human relationships, especially the hard ones, especially where someone's caused you pain or you caused others pain. You learn the point of all your important choices, even if it, they look to have resulted in failure. You learn all of these things. You learn about the contracts your soul has made. You learn about essentially what your chart says that your soul encodes into it that your brain can't see. And my my thrust here, the deal, is that you can learn all of those things one by one, or the vast majority of them, that you would learn after death, you can learn them while you're alive. And that's actually what my work is. So, as we progress here in the 21st century, a lot more people are feeling painted into a corner, blocked in, hemmed in. People, we don't often know how to deal with those intense emotions. And coupled with that, as life can seem to get harder, because we're supposed to free ourselves from what doesn't work for us, but we have fears. We, we have conditioning that tells us we should seek safety and stay in a safe place, in the shade, to make sure we don't get you know burned and risk too much. Um, you know, I talked about Iculus. Well, with Icarus, we don't want to fly too close to the sun and have our wings melt, etc., and crash to the ground. But also, there's this thing about, and this is th threaded throughout a bunch of MP3s on SoundCloud here, related to the Mayan calendar or 2012. Um, and you can just sort through those themes and kind of look through. I know it's a lot of files on SoundCloud, but but just look for it. And also, uh, nine or ten videos from 2011 on uh, YouTube. There's a playlist, Mayan calendar playlist too. So anyway, part of the deal is at the end of the Mayan calendar, it wasn't the end of a process and then what happens, who knows, guess nothing happens, there's no fireworks. It's the beginning of a process whereby all the tools for the evolution of consciousness are now in place. What that means is the veils between dimensions, including between your consciousness in this life, and your unconscious selves from many lifetimes, those veils are parting. Think of it as cubicle walls that are slowly inching down, and you realize you're in this much bigger room, and what before was a little bit of a, kind of a, an echo, seemingly, a noise from the side, now you're hearing directly, oh my God, something sucks, or oh my God, I don't know what to do. Other life personas are more present within you and you, because you're who you are, because you're human, it's normal, to believe they are who you are. You are that voice. So even as things can get harder in certain ways because we're pressed into freeing ourselves and we might hold back or might be afraid or whatever, we're also dealing with the most potent, the most acidic, the most painful, difficult, repressed, emotional garbage and pain and peas under the mattress and burrs in the saddle and po red-hot pokers in our eyes for many lifetimes. So healing suicide 
has two meanings. One is heal that tendency towards slipping into despair because you are now remembering some of the worst parts of some of your other lifetimes. You can heal the tendency toward believing that suicide is, is the best option. Number two, supporting people who have lost loved ones to suicide or people who have survived suicide attempts to understand more about how that fits into the human journey and how the soul sees it. So those survivors uh, who have loved ones who have passed away this you know, uh, self-killing, that they can have some peace about why it happened and what happened afterward and where that loved one is now. And then for those who have survived to think about guilt and shame and let those things go. Guilt, shame, regret, self-doubt, self-punishment, all those things. So that those are the two meanings for me of healing suicide. Um, but I do want you to know that whatever you're dealing with, if you kill yourself, you will be dealing with it in all of your other lifetimes. You can't escape the pain. And that's not the bad news. The bad news is no one has yet taught you to deal with that pain. The good news is I'm telling you everything can be healed. There's a process. So HealingSuicide.com spells some of this out. First of all, let me, let me give you the list of articles. Basically, there's a blog on there. And right now as I just release the, uh, the uh, thing, there might be just a couple of posts or something. But I'll be adding to it periodically. Uh, but essentially, and there's a resources page also, and there's channeled books and channeled audio, energy work audio for healing, and a link to my main site, tdjacobs.com, for programmed crystals. I'm not recreating that store on this other site. Anyway, so this is a much smaller site than my main one. But also here is a list of articles, and this is the center of the site, the spine of the site. So there's an introduction, uh, which kind of says, why did I make this? <laughs> what am I doing here? Uh, then there is, is this bit about what does healing suicide mean, where I go into those two meanings I just talked about. And the third one is what a soul is and how it understands its human lives. The next one is what happens at and after death, followed by orientation, and that's where one learns this, the departed spirit and consciousness of the person who has just passed away, whether suicide or not, this orientation deal, it, this story is about what happens for any departed consciousness. And it's that process of learning and accepting and releasing. Anyway, so that is a, a long section that goes into a lot of detail about the various categories of education that happen. This idea of going into the light or like crossing over, those sound very final. And I explain on the site, it's not quite like that. It's not so final because there's a transition phase. It's like orientation where you're suddenly, remember that, remember the difference from, you know, sixth to seventh grade or eighth to ninth grade or 12th grade in high school to college. At least that's how it's set up these, how we call it in the U.S., how we refer to these, these uh, numbers here. Think about the transition where you've been in school, but it's a new school. It's a different and it's very different, and there are different expectations, and you have to adapt. It's more like orientation. That's why I call it that. The next one is how a soul understands suicide. And then the last one is how can we prevent suicide. And I offer ideas, tips, and tricks 
on if we can understand this, if we can accept this, and it references a lot of the teachings from that are that are contained in the rest of the site. So basically, the site through the articles contains this one story. The blog will have subtopics, uh, dear diary entries. I am going to go into my um, I don't know how to say it without being melodramatic and seeming weird. <laughs> I'm going to do some Dear Diary blog entries about my history of despair, of hopelessness, because I have that very strong in me, yet I also have the opposite. I have a faith that's very strong in me as well. So I'm going to be honest in that. And the introduction has a little of my experiences, but the blog, I am going to write about some things so that, you know, it's not because I need you to know my story because I don't get enough attention at home. <laughs> it's because I want you to have an example of someone talking about these things. So that's why I'm doing it. So I'm proud of this site. This is a, it's not even adequate to say it's a labor of love. Uh, you know, I, I sometimes I hear about uh, mostly in the news, just because in my circle I haven't heard recently about a lot of people taking their lives. But you see a note in the news, so-and-so has killed the self or whatever, accidental or not. And when it's intentional, part of me says, wait, people still do that? I, I, part of me is perplexed that that's still going on. So, so anyway, this site is intended as, um, you know, it's partly channeled, it's partly written, but to lay out for you these things about soul, these things about understanding what emotion is, understanding how to deal with emotion, understanding how other life issues bleed through and can make us feel despair, make us feel trapped, because in some part of the timeline, the person's trapped, and you're feeling that real time as if it's your life, how seductive these voices within can be. So explaining all this stuff is meant to give you information so that you can understand, you know, this is not a site saying, oh, don't kill yourself. It's a site saying, look, you can't get out of what you're feeling by killing yourself. Please under, please be informed about what's going on here so you can understand. I know I've shared this with one client who has had, um, I was guided to do it when it was in process who has had her own despair issues, and she really got a lot out of it. And uh, I've sent it to a couple of friends as well, and I've gotten some great feedback. And I, I, I just, I know that everything can be healed. And yet I also know that we can feel stuck, and we can we cannot believe that and not have faith in that. So that's what's going on with uh, HealingSuicide.com. I'm, I'm so proud. It's, I'm launching it today. Uh, Saturday, uh, July 14th at 11.11 a.m., uh, my girlfriend and I uh, went back and forth with some electional, election charts, and, and that's, uh, that's the one that ended up getting chosen. So anyway, that is what's going on in my world as far as this new site goes. Um, it just kind of came out. I will, I will tell you a, a little bit about uh, why now, <laughs> in part because, like, why is this happening now? Why am I coming out with this new site now? Partly because this this um, thing about not knowing what to do with our pain is escalating. And it will escalate because things are coming to the surface more and more, more often, more 
deeper stuff coming to the surface more often. Because it's not in the natural order of things for us to be stressed and unhappy. So you think about this. Some of the worst experiences from many lifetimes that may be echoed or paralleled in your current life, but probably not quite as bad as in some lifetimes where it is just periodically, not in every lifetime, but periodically it's just outright tragedy. And you are left in a, you don't have any idea how to deal with this pain, this loss, this grief, this anger, this betrayal, this sense of self-hatred because you did something terrible or the sense of shame or guilt because you got found out or you found out you made a mistake or you hurt somebody, whatever it is, that you didn't know how to deal with that. Imagine a bunch of those things being available to your emotional field and your consciousness now. Well, it's 2018. You're living your life. You're dealing with your family and your work and your body and your food and your you know, you're, you're trying to sleep well and you're learning astrology, whatever. You know, you're, you're living your life. So, number one about why this is happening is the, the things under the surface that are coming up are escalating. You know what I'm talking about. What bothered you 10 years ago started to get really loud about five or six years ago, seven, eight years ago, and is now inescapable. You know exact whoever you are, listener, you know exactly what I'm talking about in your life. Now, your thing is different from mine and different from somebody else's. It's our own unique profile. And that makes it hard sometimes because it's so complex. It's so interwoven into our routine and experience and habituated identities. It's hard to talk about because this worst thing is from such a depth that we don't always know how to talk about it also, sometimes we have guilt and shame for talking about it. We fear you know, being seen as a pariah or that person who's depressed or whatever, or wallowing in self-pity or you know, maybe something's wrong with me because I have this anger. You know, we, we are hesitant to bring this up, but we have to. We absolutely have to. The site explains why emotion, like how emotion is actually waves of energy in you and they have to break. And what happens if they don't break, if we stifle it? So that's number one. Number two, why is this happening now? Why is this site coming out now? Why am I codifying this teaching and sharing it now? Um, my own experiences over the last few months have brought up despair. Now, I, my, my life is fine, but there are certain stressors that make me feel boxed in. And uh, one of the, like, just, you know, for me, I... I have a 10th house south, but it's in cancer. And I need some stability. I, I need some stability, and I haven't had it. And so, um, like, I haven't been able to have privacy to do my work. Like, I can be in a room, and, like, my girlfriend's in the other room, and the door's shut. But as far as, like, me putting, well, locking myself off into a, not locking, but closing the door and zoning out for hours so I can channel and do energy work on rocks and like do client work. And, you know, it, you know, I have had to manage being in a much smaller space than usual with my girlfriend. Well, that's making me crazy. And then there's a bunch of just financial stuff and whatever. My car died during this time when we were in Kansas, Iowa or Kansas. I guess I was when the problem happened and Kansas is where it actually died. So I had to deal with that, rent a car, come back. Anyway, a bunch of extra expenses this summer. 
and I'm supporting my girlfriend because she's been sick for a while. So it's just like all these stressors piling up, and I didn't realize that I was slipping into that despair and that that feeling low. I mean, I felt low, I knew it, but I didn't have that perspective that I have now that I'm grounded and my heart's open and I'm clear. And so I was nudged to do this site by my spirit guides, by Jehudi, back and forth, and I just found myself doing it. So the second reason is so I can remember what's really happening and come out of that funk because all the difficult things we're pushed into or we seem to slip into either way, they do serve our learning journeys. But we don't always understand that or or have the perspective to see that or have the humility to accept that pain is part of life and that we're not being punished because circumstances are stressful. So the second reason I perceive is basically it's almost like a love letter from Jehudi for me about, you know, overcoming this despair, recognizing it, acknowledging it, holding space for it, validating it, but then choosing to say yes, and that's not my path. So those are the two reasons I perceive this is happening now. One is kind of a collective global thing. One is specifically for me. Uh, the, the, the channeled books, the six channeled books I brought through, sometimes as I channeled them and edited and read and have read them, they seem like Jehudi's talking to me because those books come from me asking him questions about, well, what about this? And how does a soul see that? And what about this? And sometimes the answers are very long. And he says, hey, I think this is going to become a book. Start typing. And I'm like, yeah, great. I'll, I'll type. So, so a lot of times I feel like uh, I'm blessed to be able to get this teaching that helps me, but then I can turn around and offer to you. And that's what HealingSuicide.com is. So I hope you check it out. And, um, you know, at times it gets a little philosophical because some of it is channeled. Uh, but I want you to understand that um, beyond that, you know, beyond that's just how I roll. That's just what I do. But beyond that, everything can be healed. And there are uh, avenues into that and tips and tricks on the site. So, uh, thanks for your time and energy. This is uh, the end of this MP3. Go check out HealingSuicide.com. Share it with your friends. Uh, I also feel confident that the name of the site will spark some dialogue, and I do intend the site to raise the level of dialogue about suicide. Uh, And so share it. Post it on social media and say, hey, this guy has just offered this perspective that might help us understand more about soul and what happens with suicide, and uh, etc. So anyway, thanks for your time and energy. Take care of yourself. And uh, also go to my other site, tdjacobs.com, for info on working with me and all the teaching and all the tools that I offer. Bye-bye.